Hey, everybody, we're doing a new thing. We're doing the rewind reel. So we <laughs> we handpicked this episode because we thought that there was tremendous value. Check it out. Re-listen. It's always good to sharpen the what? The rewind wheel. The brain. The sword. Look good. Hey, sorry to keep you waiting, man. That's We're right. Some tech difficulties. On, I'll on tell a, you one thing. You have the most energy right off the bat. There we go. Good. Good to hear. Yeah. Which, considering what you do, is uh, is a testament to it, right? Got to happen. Yeah. yeah it's, been, it's, it's, been a, it's been a crazy week already, and it's only Wednesday, so it's all good. It's hump day, love they it. call it, in exactly. the insurance business. Hump yeah. day. They call it they call it hump day here as well. So good. <laughs> then, then we're in alignment. Good. We are in alignment. <laughs> well, so you're you're in England. Are you in England? I am in England. Yes. Just got oh. back actually. I've just been on a bit of a world tour for Christmas. I was uh, Singapore, Australia, and Dubai with the family for three weeks. Oh, nice. I just got nice. off the plane from Kauai, like just yeah. two hours ago. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I yeah. just got out of the but, car yeah. from Garden Grove. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jamie, I don't know if you've listened to any of, of our episodes, but, and that's all right if you haven't, um, because uh, it may not be the most exciting stuff to, to you, but, but what you have and what you can bring is, is really important um, because I, I really think it's important for, um, you know, office people, professionals to, to, to be very, very mindful of their health. Right, because yes. if you, if your if your health is screwed up, then this isn't going to work, and and you're not going to be successful. Yeah, uh, but certainly. we we start everybody with a goofy question, which is, what was the first concert that you went to? Yes. Oh, um, that's a good one. Uh, I would say it's um, the Fratellis. Oh. The Fratellis, and I think it was followed swiftly the week after by the Stereophonics. Nice. So, That's pretty cool. Yeah. So I, I would go the, better off to go with the Stereophonics because more people would, uh, would know that one. But, <laughs> yeah. but the, the Fratellis are, are pretty, pretty damn good. That's awesome. We'll nice. Check that out. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Um, so for, for the dudes and dudettes, mostly insurance agents that we have as our audience, why mm. don't you just introduce yourself a little bit, Jamie, and tell them where, what, how you got to where you are and, and what you do. Okay. So I'll try and keep this short because sometimes <laughs> no, I, usually, I usually say to people, do you want the short, the, the, uh, the long one? <laughs> but basically, basically um, I started off joining the military at 17 because I had kind of two paths, either go to prison or join the army because, <laughs> I, you know, I, I was not very attentive as a child. You know, I was a little, little bit hyperactive, a little bit all over the place. And I think I made a good decision to join the army. And, you know, it was very fortunate for me to spend seven years uh, in the yeah. British army. I, I left and, uh, you know, I decided as soon as I stopped enjoying it, I'd leave. Um, the only thing is I left with no job. I uh, managed to find one. And um, a year later, I actually had a bit of a whirlwind adventure. I caught up with an old army um, officer that um, gave me an opportunity to have some phenomenal adventures. I basically went 
to work in psychological operations for the US government in Iraq and Kuwait. And then I moved over as security advisor for the UN in Kenya and Mogadishu. Uh, did that for two years nice. and then got then got made redundant. A um, little bit of poor timing as well because I just bought I just got a mortgage with my wife and put all of my money into it, only to find out that um, I no longer have a job. So I had about oh. equivalent to about a thousand bucks in the bank, and that was about it. And I was just like, oh, okay. And I think a lot of people we'll probably get this, um, especially with business owners. Uh, it's usually, it's that kind of time where you make the right decisions or the wrong decisions, or, you, you know, you stop messing about and it's like, what do you want to do with your life, Jamie? And, and it was the first thing that I, first time I'd ever done this, I got a pen and paper out and I wrote down, what do I want to do with my life? Oh, and this was 2012. And it was like, right, I've got a little fitness page. I, I've been training since the age of 13. I should become a personal trainer. And I just went, right, do you know what? I'm just going to go all in and do this. And the only problem is I didn't have any money. Um, but I did have a credit card that had about $30,000 spending limit. So I put the qualification on there. I bought a little studio. I couldn't afford a car, so I bought my dad's bike. And I cycled <laughs> up and down to this little studio, wind, rain or shine, and built, you know, started to basically live life on my terms. Um, and that was the best thing that ever happened to me. Within three years, I became one of the go-to personal trainers in the UK. And, um, and kind of that brings me up to now where, you know, over the last sort of eight years, um, I've had incredible success with my business. I've written two books. I've broke multiple world records in endurance and fitness. And uh, I've had a lot of fun doing it whilst having two kids and, and a wife and balancing all that out as best as I can. Boom. Ooh. That yeah. is a lot. <laughs> it's crazy. So tell us about that. So, so when you first started that journey and, and taking your credit card and going, going for it, I mean, that couldn't have been all roses, right? What no, was the hardest things that you came up against and how did you overcome those? So your, your, your mind's always telling you no, right? That yeah. oh, you're stupid. It's a bad idea. It's yeah. a bad idea. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, how did you get through that? The thing is, I mean, I, I would honestly, you know, I just come from the military and come from a job and, you know, I'd always spent my whole life working for someone being told what to do. And this was kind of the first time in my life where it's like less about being told what to do and more about what do you want to do? And mm. as much as there was so much uncertainty in my life, I was in control of it finally. And it was kind mm. of exciting because I felt like I was in a bubble. Um, I felt, you know, it's all up to me. It's my responsibility. If this doesn't work, it's my fault. If it does work, it's my fault. And mm -hmm. a, a huge flip turn in my life happened in 2012 because I just realized that, you know, it's all on me, whether this, whether this is uh, a success or a failure. And I think a lot of people, what I realized is that they're waiting for opportunities to happen. They're waiting for somebody else to do it for them. And most importantly, they're waiting for the right time. And one of the biggest things that happened to me is that the, that was the worst time that could have possibly happened for it. You know, just as I got a mortgage, just as I put all mm. of my savings in, literally the worst time. You know, if you would say to me, oh, at that time, oh, Jamie, how about you follow your passion? How about you do this personal training thing? 
and just quit everything with your really nice high paying job in, you know, jetting around the world. I'd have laughed at you. Uh, but yeah, actually, right. that was the best thing that could have ever happened to me because it was like, right, you've got no other choice but being forced into something that you actually want to do. And when I speak to a lot of people, they say to me, oh, I've got this idea for business or oh, I've got this idea for this and that. And I'm just like, you just got to do it. And they're like, oh, yeah. no, I'm, I'm going to wait until I've got a certain amount of money. <laughs> I'm going to wait till the kid, you know, the kids are uh, one's three and one's five. And then, and then I'm going to do it. And, and I'm just like, oh, it's a, no, it's you won't. Right. Then there'll be something else. And, uh, and I think a lot of people, you know, I, I've got this, uh, it's not my quote, it's a stoic quote and it's memento more. And what it says is that remember that you have to die. And a lot of people think that that's, <laughs> a lot of people think that's somber. They're like, oh, that's so somber. I'm like, no, no, no. We understand is that what somber is that people think that they're going to live forever. People think mm. that in 10 years time, they're going to do that thing. And then what happens is they postpone it and postpone it and postpone it. They get old and they realize oh, I should have done it then. And I, I, I honestly couldn't live my life now knowing at 70 to 80 years of age that I should have done those things and, and live with that regret. And I try and say that to people all the time, you know, life is long, but it is also short and you'll be fine. You know, we've got these things, these magical things now called iPhones and we can find, we, we can find all the information on anything that we need to find if we need to find it. Um, when we are anywhere. Yeah. It Exactly. And, and you'll be fine. As long as you've got one of those, um, I'm not too keen on those Android phones. It's very much an iPhone. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> thank God. Thank God for that. Um, but th this is it. I mean, it's a magical time that we live in, in, in 2020. We can pretty much figure out anything if we know how to use it. And, uh, you know, kind of when shit hits the fan, we kind of go, right, stop messing about. Let's, let's get it done. And, uh, that's been, that's really been my focus. You know, I've had a, a great amount of success with it and I have a lot of people ask me how I've done it, this, that, and the other. And one thing that I enjoy is something that I try and explain to people is that I like to draw it out in crayons. I like to make things simple to people because a lot of people think business is difficult. Um, but business is about people, business is about connecting with people and doing something that you enjoy doing. And most importantly, making other people's lives easier. Because there's nothing more rewarding than taking a complex subject that people are confused and scared about and making it easy. Mm, uh, yep. And that's something I very much enjoy doing. Yep. I love that. We will try to overcomplicate it too. If, if there's any <laughs> yeah. opportunity yeah. to overcomplicate, we'll do that. And then that's how you talk yourself out of doing the thing that you wanted to do. Exactly. You know? <laughs> Create the excuses with your overcomplications. It's, it's just something else. Um, to, and to your point, it, it is remarkable because if you're not going to take that jump and, and most, most every guest that we've had on the show has, has a similar story in that they were working some job and then they said, okay, screw it. I'm going to do it. And they overcame that fear. But if you don't, it, you won't, right? Because today is today you have much more likelihood of, of doing it and being successful than in a, in the tomorrow or the next day or 10 years or, you know, cause it, you're going to die. Well, it, it you comes, are going to die. <laughs> it comes down to that old Chinese proverb, you know, the best, the best time to plant a tree was 10 years ago. The second right. best time is today. Yeah. And, 
and it's and it is so true is with everything you know my three focuses which have the similar you know fundamentals is body brain and business you know they all work on basic fundamentals and small things done consistently which compound over time mm, i like that why so don't why don't you yeah no you go yeah dude. go for it <laughs> we always do that work classic us <laughs> um what were you gonna say i was just gonna i'd love you to dive a little bit down each of those yeah cool so those three yeah well let's start with the brain i mean like one thing i say is transformation starts from the neck up not the neck down you get your head sorted and then you'll get the rest sorted and you know getting things done you know so many of us have to tick tick all the boxes every single day when it's just about the minimum effective dose done consistently. Um, something that I say about, you know, personal development is a lot of people want to know all the top 10, you know, the things I get a lot is Jamie, can you tell me your top 10 books uh, as if they're going to buy all 10 books? And, <laughs> um, and I say to people, look, you've got to take, you've got to take things one chapter a day. You know, if I put 34 books on your desk and said, I want them read by the end of the year, the chances are you'll probably get through five or six of them, but you won't get through, through them for the entire year. But if I just gave you one book and said, I want you to commit 10 minutes a day to read a chapter. If you did that every single day without fail, you'll get 30 to 35 books read in a year. And this is exactly the same with your brain as with your body. A couple of years ago, I noticed a, a lot of thickness in my back. And it really confused me because I was like, I haven't really trained that much back this year. How, have it, how has my back become so thick? Um, and I, I was thinking about it and I go for a walk every morning and there's this pull-up bar on the beach. And it's quite funny because it's got three kind of challenges. It says, if you can do three pull-ups, you're a beginner. If you can do five, you're intermediate. And if you can do seven, you're advanced. So wow. I... I so I walk past it. I do, do my seven, jump back down, a little smile, no more than that. And, and then away I go. But I, I kind of thought back. I was like, well, hang on a minute. How many walks have you done this year? And I worked out it's 265. Jamie, how much do you weigh? About 210 pounds. So if we're looking at 265 times 205 pounds, 210 pounds times seven, it's equivalent to a Boeing 747 jet in volume. Ooh. Nice. Wow. And, and this is over a year period. And I'm thinking, well, hang on a minute. You know, the key to hyper, you know, hypertrophy is volume, sets times reps times weight. Mm. So that five-second habit done every single day produced enough volume in my back of a plane to increase its width. Now, if you think about that, that's very similar to the one chapter a day. You just focus on one simple thing and compound it over time. It produces a massive result. You've, you've just read 30 to 35 books in, the, in a year. You've just suddenly got this back fitness. And a lot of that comes down to patience and consistency. So that's kind of your body and your brain. And it's exactly the same with business. So many people look at Apple, they look at Facebook, they look at you know, generating millions of dollars. And unfortunately with the internet, you see all these people sharing their Stripe accounts and you can, uh, you can build a six figure big business in just 30 days and all that stuff. And that's to me is very much like the fitness people saying you're going to get ripped in 30 days and transform your body. And it's just like, look, you might get some results, but it's not going to be sustainable. 
Mm-hmm. You know, if you go hell for leather for a month and let's just say you generate six figures and you're like, whoa, you're like, are you going to keep that momentum every single month? Because, okay, that's great, but you have no systems in place. You've just got nonstop hustle. And there's only so much of that you can get before you burn out. Yeah. Yep. And it's exactly the same with weight loss. You, yeah. Okay. You can drop 20, 30 pounds in a month, but you're, you're jumping on treadmills, you're restricting your calories and you're doing miserable things to get that result. So we're looking at sustainability mm-hmm. and businesses aren't created in 30 days. Businesses are created in 10 years, 20 years, 30 years. And a lot of people yep. don't have that patience to just you know, consistently just add the systems, learn, make more, make more mistakes uh, and you know, give it time. You know, people are very impatient. Yeah. And it's always, and then our brains tell us I have to work out for three hours a day to get this done in a month or, or nothing. Right. It's always the super extreme or just, I'm (laughs) going to eat donuts today. (laughs) That's the alternative. And I think as well, we're very all or nothing people. I mean, so many people are, you know, you're either in or you're out. But what I say to people is that they should focus on being 80%. They should be 80%, 100% of the time. So what do you do to, to really, to really focus your mind? Like, like, let's say we're, you were in a really bad place. You lost it all again. Um, your, your family left you like just in mentally, you're just all bound up, let everything go. How would you implement to get back starting with the mind? So first and foremost, you know, a lot of people think they go hell for leather, but, um, as with, the, as with the brain, as with the body, uh, stress plus rest equals growth. It sounds like I've been under a lot of stress. And if I want to grow, I've got to focus on rest. Mm. And so many people, especially business owners and that, they don't look at that rest part. You know, they think they look at a holiday as a distraction rather than an investment. They look at, you know, when they're going through a tough time or when business gets hard, they, they you know, the answer is to go harder. No, it's not. You know, it, you, you need to take time out. You need to have some rest. You need to look at holidays as an investment. If you are burnt out, if you're stressed in that, which I have been many a times, the first, the first port of call is to, to, to down tools, is to get out of the environment that you're in and allow yourself some time to rest and recover because then you can get back in the game. You can have a clear you know, thought process. You have time to think about where it is that you want to be. And, and it very much comes down to that kind of self-reflection. We're very much focused on the next thing, but so many people don't, you know, I, I kind of look at it as horizon thinking. You know, if you're running towards a horizon, it never gets any smaller. And the only way that you can see your progress is by looking back at how far you've come. And mm-hmm. so many people need to do that, you know, because as business owners, you're just looking for the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. And you don't ever spend any time just reflecting and going, do you know what? I've, you know, I've done all right. You know, I've done pretty good this year. You know, let's, let's just focus on the next progression or let's just take some time out to look at where, where the, the mistakes that I've made, the things that worked, the things that didn't. And that's, you know, it's always, it's always about taking things away rather than adding things. And I think every time, every year that I look at stuff I've done, I, I don't look at the things I need to do more of. I, I usually look at the things I need to say no to or the things that I need to do less of. Love it. And then from there on, I love that advice about taking rest because um, it's almost like we become hamsters on wheel and the, the, the t- more tired we get, like the more stressed out we get, the more we add to it. Oh, okay. Then I need to push myself harder, and especially on social media these days. It's all about hustle. 
So it's yeah. like increase the hustle, increase the hustle. And it's like, dude, you need to step back and realize you're probably doing a lot of stuff that doesn't knock down the dominoes that'll really take you to the next level. And, and I learned this the hard way. You know, I, I come from a British Army soldier. I spent, you know, I did two operational tours in, in Baghdad. You know, we were getting two to three hours of sleep a night for six months straight. And, you know, oh, you just man. suck it up. You just suck it up because everyone's like that. Yeah. And, the th- and the thing is, I started adopting my business the same. Um, and, you know, I got success with that. Um, and then obviously kids came along life got a little bit more balanced, but then you realize, hang on a minute, you know, I'm very much team no sleep. I was the, per- I was the person who's walking along saying to people, if you slept two hours less a day, then you'll get an extra month of your year to do stuff. Um, right. <laughs> but the reality is who cares if you're up an extra month, if you're tired, if you can't right, do right. stuff, it doesn't matter how, it's not how, how much, time you're awake it matters what you do in the time that you're awake and i know for a fact uh, a, a jamie that's had eight hours sleep can do a lot more the next day than a jamie that's only had four right. so it's about not you know just because you can doesn't mean you should and actually it comes down to that rest part of you know you are in a better place when you're rested and recovered as soon as everyone's been on that vacation right where they didn't want to go they go right okay, I'll go a couple of days. They, they fall asleep and they have like 10 hours sleep. And then they're on the, they're on the sun lounger and suddenly they're like need to jot about 10 notes down on their phone. And they've like joined the way like, wow, where's all these ideas come from? It's because you've, you've rested, you've taken time off, you've relaxed. And, yep. pe- and that's why people don't look at it as an investment. If you are the business owner, if you're the person with all the ideas and that you need to kind of look at yourself as a million dollar racehorse. You know, if you've invested a million dollars in a racehorse, you're not going to thrash it every single day. Right. You're going to feed it the best food. You're going to give it the most amount of rest. So, because when it comes to performing, you want it to perform at its best. And that's where you need to treat yourself like that as well. And that's something that I learned the hard way by having a massive meltdown, uh, having massive burnout and just being lost for many months, wondering why I can't you know, push the needle forward. And it was just like, well, just look at your habits, Jamie. You know, you're burning the candle at both ends. You're getting up at 5 a.m., but then you're going to bed at midnight. Uh, and you're having mm. work in seven days a week. And 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 it's just that realization. It's like you, you look at how you grew your body. Stress, rest, growth. You know, you don't go to the gym seven days a week. You go to the gym three days a week, four days a week, because those days in between are actually when you build and grow and repair just as the same as when you take your time out of your business, out of that environment, you, you repair, you grow and you come up with the ideas that are going to push the needle forward. I love it. That's, that's so, that is so awesome. And you know, we, we typically ask people, how do you hold yourself accountable? But the mindset of that question is more like doing all the stuff you have to do, right? Being the Gary V and hustle, hustle, hustle. But actually you hold yourself accountable to actually taking a step back but yeah i think a lot of people get gary v wrong with the hustle i mean gary v doesn't work weekends well yeah you know people say that and they say to him all the time but he has plenty of time off he has plenty of time yeah. with his family you know when he downs down tools he down tools um yeah. and i think that's important to for people to to look at it's it's just you know my focus this year is you know my my actual working schedule and and, and this this is what i just written written a book called meltdown 
And in 2016, um, I had one of the most successful years in business. I built my dream gym facility. Um, so I'd always wanted to do that. So I built this uh, incredible gym, incredible business. Um, I broke a, a, a Guinness World Record pushing 140 Ooh. kilo. Well, it's about 300 pounds sled for 24 hours straight. And um, we raised wow. around, around $20,000 for charity. Um, <laughs> I wrote a book. That's incredible. Which, I wrote a book which went to a bestseller in like, in six hours, which was incredible. And I finished the year having ticked so many boxes that I was completely lost. And I went into a really dark place and I didn't, I, and it was really hard to get out of because I couldn't tell anyone. It's like, Oh, poor you, poor Jamie with all your success. And now you're struggling (laughs) or you, (laughs) um, and it took me a very long time to recover from that. Um, it took me a good four to five months just to figure out where I was going wrong. And my balance was out of whack. You know, I wasn't spending time with the people that I loved. Um, I was serving too many people, you know, I'd, I'd spend hours and hours answering emails and that, but I wouldn't spend that time with my family. And the amazing, something amazing happened last year. I had, um, even more success in t- than I did in 2016. Once again, I wrote a book, which went to a bestseller. I broke another Guinness nice. World Record. I boxed, I boxed jumped the height of Mount Everest last November. Uh, we raised about, and we raised, I think it was around about 40,000, $45,000 for charity. Um, rebuilt my business as well. Um, had my son Archer in May. Um, but the most important difference was I had nearly every single weekend off. And I didn't actually, I put my phone down after 8 PM um, and I had a life and actually I had a busier, more successful year in 2019 with more time off than I did in 2016. And my aim for this year is to do less and achieve more. And that is by going, right. Okay. You know, Monday, Tuesday, filming, editing, uh, content, Wednesday, live streams, podcast interviews, Thursday, um, spa, massage, sit on a sun lounger with a book all day, Friday, a little bit of work to do, Saturday, Sunday, family days. And that Love is it. my, that is my hustle plan of action. Probably That's just, awesome. just as much time off as on. Um, and that comes by having the right automations in place, having the right systems, being able to say no to things mm. and trusting other people to do things for you by delegation which is the hardest thing for hardest thing for a business owner to do the delegation and saying no right especially at the front end in this business where you know a lot of insurance agents will start it'll just be them and they're doing everything they're doing the marketing they're doing the sales they're so when they start to grow and they be, they get a little success instead of delegating and then saying no to people because i know jason and i don't really talk to the clients too much. I mean, unless it's, unless they're on fire, right? Like it's, it's pretty much you're, you're, that's, that's why we have the team and you build out the team. You have systems and processes in place. And then I can go away to Hawaii for two weeks and, and we write more business when I'm gone. It's like, wait, well, yeah. I should never be here. And you know, same, same with Jason, he goes camping and does his thing and, and they do awesome. And so, you know, go move, making that move to business owner versus business operator is a, is a huge thing. And, yeah, huge. And, and, you know, something I say to a lot, I mean, I very much coach personal trainers now who start really scaling their business up. And something that mm-hmm. I say to people is what got you where you are today is not where you're going to get you to it. You know, the next, right. 
the next 100%. level because the reason that you're a successful personal trainer is that you're the jack of all trades. A lot of people think that um, that word jack of all trades is a bad thing, but they don't know the full quote. Um, the, the whole quote is a jack of all trades and a master of none, though it's better than a master of though it's better than being a master of one or something like that. So basically what it's saying is that a jack of all trades is actually good. And you actually, the reason that you're successful is because you are very good at more than one thing. But, and this is the big but, is in order for you to get better at that, you need to allow yourself to focus on things that you're really, really good at. And most business owners, most leaders, most entrepreneurs and that, they're really, really good at speaking to their audience, um, being a leader uh, and talking to people and kind of being out of the business, doing that as kind of the front person for that. Um, other people can do your social media. Other people can do your emails. Other people can do everything that you are pretty good at, but you shouldn't be doing. Mm. Yep. Um, move, the, move the ego, right? Yeah. You have to be able to move the ego to the side and say, I can hire somebody that can do the social media better than me. I can yeah. hire somebody that could answer my emails. I mean, he could get wrapped up in emails all day long and accomplish mm. zero just by yeah. doing that. You're just people pleasing all day long. And that's, yeah. doesn't, that doesn't make, create any revenue. Yeah. So yeah. I yeah. It's it, tough. Yeah. To be continue. Hey, Jason. Yes, Mr. Craig. That was another awesome episode, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Well, if people want to get a little bit more action and, and learn how to do uh, write 100,000 in premium yes. off of even the worst internet leads, where could they go? They can go to live.teledudes.com. Ooh, that sounds exciting. Are we going to be there? Yes. It's a weekly call that we're doing right now. That will, it's live and it will show you the process. The entire process mm. is super awesome. Mm. I love it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Sign up right now. Live.teledudes.com. Live.teledudes.com. That's live.teledudes.com. Hey, Craig, there's a new community that we are starting that I cannot wait to tell everybody about. It is our live texting community where you and I are going to answer people's questions and give them free content, right? Are you kidding me? We get yep. to talk to them? Yeah, which is awesome, but they have to opt in. They have to text us at 520-214-2219. That's 520-214-2219. Nice. I'm Craig, are you going to respond to these texts? I'm going to respond to them for sure, live. I'm into it too. It's going to be well, awesome. And it's, a, it's going to be our new texting community where we're going to get back to everybody that we can and drop some crazy content, free content, and free um, the calculator that you just came up with. Mm. That's right. The calling calculator. Sales material. I mean, everything for insurance agents, this is it. It's the best texting community out there for insurance agents. Well, what the heck is that number again? I can't remember it. It's 520-214-2219. That's okay. 520-214-2219. I love it. I'm going to text it right now. 520-214-2219. All right. I'll see you later, Mr. Jason. Bye, Mr. Craig. Hey, do they even listen to this on the radio anymore?
<laughs> I love it. I love it. Nice. Uh, all right.